0: Hey, family, welcome to the Recalibrate Podcast. It's your host, Esther Glory, and this is another episode. Welcome, guys, to episode four. This episode is titled Noble Work, and we will be talking about all the internal work that it takes to engage in identity and purpose in God's way, according to our mantra, which is hear God until you become all that He's ordained for you to become, and then begin to do all that God has ordained for you to do. So I'm going to dive right into this episode and we'll get going. The random musing of my heart for this episode is that you must trust God. On my Instagram, which if you're not following, you need to go and follow right now, (laughs) is at Gloria O underscore and at the Recalibrate podcast as well. And if you need to email and get in contact with us, then it is recalibrateuk at gmail.com. But during this week I've spoken about and posted about trusting God. And one of the things that's been really sticking out to me this week is the conviction that it takes to trust him, but it comes by hearing his voice. And I've been so convicted this week between learning about being on fire and burning for Jesus Christ, but I've been learning this week about what it takes to trust him. The fact that I have to lay down my own ideals, I have to learn to die to my own will, my own flesh, my own um Earthly way of thinking, which may be wicked and it may not be godly and it may not be holy. I need to lay down those things and I need to present myself before God, seeking His wisdom, seeking His way, and seeking His will. And when I begin to do that, I choose the best possible option for me because God is all knowing. And because He is all knowing, when I choose His path, when I choose His plan, when I choose His way, when I choose to sacrifice, when I choose to obey, when I choose to follow His leading, I am making the best possible decision because God makes the best possible decisions concerning me, whether I can see it or not. And so I've been making the declaration all week that I'll I'll obey him because I can hear his voice. I will obey him because I can trust him. I will wait because I can trust him. I will take leaps of faith. I will speak to new people. I will challenge myself. I will do the work that it takes because I trust him. And so I I really wanted you guys to share in that that the role the voice of the Lord plays to us is also to build our trust and to be a strong sure firm foundation for our faith so that we can build it to trust in him that's the random musing of my heart for this week's episode let's get into it I'm excited for this episode now, this episode is a very sobering one, and so I'm giving you all my energy this episode, and I'm going to need you to match that, okay? All right, now that we've made that pact, I really want you to journey with me through this episode. So I was listening to a famous show um, and my, that my friend sent me the link to, and it was talking, it was centered around speaking about a particular family's um journey in grieving uh, a a child that they had lost. Um, And now grief is a topic that is close to my heart. Grief is something that we can all relate with in one way, shape or form. Loss is something that we can all relate to in one way, shape or form. And while they were speaking, they were speaking about how grief can transform and shape and affect our lives in different ways. And one powerful statement that the, that the man on the show made that was being interviewed was that internal work is noble work. I'll say that again. Internal work is noble work. And that, sit, that statement has stuck out to me since I listened to it and since I had a conversation with some of my friends about it. But internal work is truly noble work. Sometimes we can get so caught up in being multifaceted people, people who show up for the gram, people who do all of these things that may be outlandish and may be perfect. And we celebrate these wins that are external. But the internal work we don't usually celebrate. We don't usually do the what's what went well what even better ifs we don't really do that all the time for the internal work that we do and just as we are presenting results on the external sides of ourselves the internal work also produces results it also does yield results and it is noble work i was listening to an instagram live as well speaking about the same thing and speaking about the fact that the bible does say that our gifts will make room for us but when we are welcomed into those rooms how do we show up do we show up as the unique expression of jesus christ in kindness in faith in joy in peace in love in gratitude in um in order in excellence do we show up as the manifest fruits of jesus christ or do we show up as ourselves with all our prejudice and all our discrimination and all our own our own personal agendas and all our own schisms and all our own building blocks of knowledge? Do we show up as ourselves? Or do we show up as our true authentic selves in Jesus Christ? Or do we show up as this, as this entity that is unaware of itself, not self aware, not aware of its flaws, not aware of the work, the work that still needs to be done in its own? in its own sphere of influence, in its own space. And that's what I wanna talk about today. It's so important that we make sure that we are focusing on and we make sure that we always have an eye for introspection. We have to make sure that we always have an eye to challenge ourselves to do the work internally. The work internally improves our quality of life. I spoke about this in the first episode about identity, but there are so many things that we can do to improve our quality of life before we even start to think about money. You can improve your quality of life by choosing to recover quickly. You can improve your quality of life by choosing to forgive but quicker. You can improve your quality of life by choosing to finally accept who God has made you to be. You can improve your quality of life by setting boundaries. You can improve your quality of life by choosing to speak to yourself and to other people the way they should truly be valued. You can improve your quality of life by asserting who should be around you and who shouldn't be. You can improve your quality of life by constantly making sure that you are leveling up in your emotional regulation. You can improve your quality of life by taking care of your mental health. You can improve your quality of life by just sitting down in a counselor's office. You can improve your quality of life by even speaking to um, people who can, who are mature in the faith, who can lead you, who can set you on the right path of the way you should be going. But please always remember that internal work is truly noble work. And even as we go on through this episode, I really do want us to look at the, the role that internal work can play And how we need to make sure it is important. And I really want us to look at um, this noble work that we need to be doing as not just something by works that we do alone, but also something that we do with God. Now, if God knows, if anyone knows us better than us, it would be God. If I would trust anybody to make any decisions or teach me or convict me of anything, it would be the person who put me together. And so I would say that this noble work isn't to be done outside the confines of prayer or outside the confines of God. But it is truly to be done in the confines of our salvation, of our devotion and our our personal time and communication and communion with God. One of my favorite things in prayer to do is to ask God that I may see myself through his eyes. That way, even even making room for God to convict us and to speak to us about who we are and who we are becoming is an amazing thing to do. There have been times where I've been going through things or I may be um, in a situation and I'm like, God, how should I handle this? And God would begin to say to me that, glory, if you would just look at the lesson that I am teaching you, Esther, if you would listen to what I've been saying to you or the same picture that I've been showing you or the same scenario that keeps coming around like clockwork, if you would just pay attention to what I'm trying to make more Christ-like in you, Then you would begin to see the lessons that I'm teaching and what needs to be challenged or changed or what behaviors need to be adapted through the studying and through you um, being transformed by my word. And that would allow you to not see those scenarios again because you would have learned the lesson. And there's always this analogy that is used when we ask for courage. God is not going to suddenly stuff courage down our throats. He's going to give us a situation that will allow us to implement the principles of courage so that we may truly have it, acquire it, learn it, be disciplined by it. And so that's what I want to share with you guys today. If you take nothing else from this episode, remember that noble work must be done with the one who created us. And so, yeah, I'm gonna quickly give us a little intermission and I'm gonna give you the fun fact for this week. Now, this week's one was kind of hard to find, but I love this fun fact. And it basically speaks about the fact that the longest average lifespan can be boasted by the people of Andorra, a country that is between Spain and France, and the average lifespan is just under 83 and a half years old. Now listen to me, they must be doing something right for their life expectancy and their average lifespan to be so high up. So yeah, that's the fun fact for this week. The people of Andorra be living long, honey. (laughs) They be living (laughs) long. And so we're going to dive right back into the episode um, and we're going to continue speaking about noble work. Now, as always, you know, I'm going to give you some principles. What are some principles to engage in noble work? Some principles to engage in noble work will include things like accountability. People hate that word because it requires them to be vulnerable with other people. But accountability saves lives. Listen, guys, if you don't take anything else from this episode, apart from the time I said that before, (laughs) but if you don't take anything else from this episode, be accountable. Be accountable. In the first episode, I think I spoke about realms of accountability, realms of intimacy, realms of relationship, but have realms of accountability. Be accountable for who you want to be as a family person, as a mother, as a father, as a husband, as a wife, who you want to be and who you want to become for people who are not yet in relationships, for who you would like to become, make sure that you are accountable to people. Who do you look up to in terms of becoming a husband, becoming a wife, becoming Becoming a mother, becoming a father, becoming a sister, a brother, who do you look up to in terms of being who you should be and what God wants you to be in terms of being a family person, in your career, in your education, in your um in your love life, in your friendships, in your um, even in your personal endeavors, in your businesses, what do you want to become and who do you look up to and who have you submitted yourself to to become accountable to always make sure that you are accountable be accountable even for your thought life be accountable before god be be accountable before people about your thought life if you struggle with particular thoughts who are the people that you can call and be like bro sis um uh, leader, mentor, life coach, uh, pastor, who who can you call to be like, I'm really struggling in terms of regulating my thoughts, regulating my emotions, who can talk you through the process until you can do it yourself, I always tell people, if I'm ever messing around in life, if you catch me on the gram doing something stupid, okay, <laughs> there are at least five people that you can call who will call me into order right quick, okay, okay, <laughs> And you need to make sure we all need to make sure that we are accountable. We need to make sure that we are accountable, not just for what we're doing wrong, but for what we're even doing right. Because sometimes we can get caught up in the cycle of just good enough, of average, of mediocre, of just passing the bar. Who are you accountable to even for your excellence? Please make sure that you are accountable in every area of your life accountable to God, accountable to people. And accountable in different layers and realms of intimacy and or relationship make sure you are accountable also be accountable to your assignment be accountable to your purpose be accountable to your identity what god shows you opens your eyes to let you see who and what you can be accountable to as you see the bigger picture before you be accountable to it I asked myself a question the other day that really challenged me, and it was as a result of noble work with God. But I asked myself the question Am I doing today what my future requires of me? Am I doing today what my future requires of me? And that really challenged me. It was based upon the scripture, but um, the scripture in the Bible that says, Teach me, Lord, teach me to number my days. To number my days. If my days were given to me by you, oh God, teach me to number my days. And that was where that question was based upon. But I was being accountable to my purpose. Am I doing today what my future requires of me to be in preparation for or preparing for or building myself for? Does am I doing those very things? If I am not, then I need to pray to find out what I must do. And I also need to do the research. I need to Google. What do podcasters do? What how do they engage? How do they grow their podcast? I need to make sure that I am preparing myself for the days ahead in the now. And that is all noble work. I need do I need to prepare myself emotionally? Do I need to prepare myself in terms of time management? Do I need to prepare myself in time in terms of relationally? What do I need to be doing now that my future is? desperately crying out for me to engage in and I even asked my mentor and, and my leader um, the other day what am I not currently doing that I need to be doing for my future and I got a list of things in response that I should be doing um, to prepare myself for the future and I feel like we need to ask God that we need to ask the people we're accountable to that, but we also need to be accountab- accountable to our identity and purpose in God to begin to engage in these things because it is noble work. So that's principle number one. Principle number one is accountability, which also subsection part letter number B kind of thing <laughs> is vulnerability. So with accountability comes vulnerability. You cannot be accountable without first being vulnerable. And so I would say learn the principles of vulnerability, such as finding safe spaces, such as being open, such as being honest, such as dealing even with your familial issues that may affect how vulnerable you can be and how well you trust. I spoke about trust in the random musing, but some of us struggle with trust because of familial issues or friendship issues or relational issues that have impacted and or injured our trust. So please make sure that we are learning the principles of vulnerability so that we can do accountability well. And accountability is the ability to give account. And so that means we must give account before we do the wrong thing or give account before we do the good thing so that we can allow people and God mainly to speak into everything that we are doing and to be involved in everything that we are doing and making sure that he is the one, God is the one leading the way, but also the people around us are guarding and guiding who we are becoming and what we are doing in and for God. Internal work is noble work. So I'm gonna give you principle number two real quick, but principle number two, apart from accountability, we also must make sure that we ourselves are safe spaces for ourselves now you may be like hold on hold on hold on sis what you talking about what I am talking about is the fact that sometimes we're looking for safety in other people and we yet aren't safe for ourselves now <laughs> now <not> that <laughs> I've had so much feedback on the podcast and everyone keeps saying to me, it sounds like they're laying down on a counselor's couch and just listening to them speak. (laughs) And that even did something for me. We need to make sure that we are safe places for ourselves. Now, what does that mean? That means that the grace, the benefit of the doubt, the second chances that we give to ourselves, the come as you are, that we give to other people we need to make sure that we give it to ourselves. Now, does this mean go easy on yourself? Does this mean don't challenge yourself? Does this mean don't listen to the convictions and corrections and course directions of God? No, but that does mean that you don't beat yourself up or treat yourself like the enemy in order to get there. A lot of us still need to even associate with past versions of ourselves. Some of us have disassociated so that we can have stable mental health and feel like we can move on. But we need to do the true healing so that we can begin to associate with our childlike selves, with ourselves now and even our future selves, so that we can truly grasp who God wants us to become and what he wants us to do. But we must be safe places for ourselves. And that comes by spending time with God. One thing that's been so important for me in learning to be a safe space for myself in my journey and my walk with God has been learning that he is the safest place first. He is our safest place first. And when we learn to be safe with God, realizing that all my cares, all my worries, everything that may make me struggle to trust him, he actually wants to know. He actually wants to know. There's even a scripture um, where somebody is praying and they say to God, help my unbelief help my unbelief. And when they say it to God, they are presenting to him the fact that I don't yet have the faith to trust you with everything I've brought before you. But even with that, help me. And so I really feel like we even need to learn that God is safe. He wants to know everything. He knows all, but he wants to know us. He wants us to to engage with him in communion so that we may know him, but that he may also know us through communion. And when we do that work with Jesus Christ, there is such a beauty in finding safety in him that we even begin to find that safety to do the work internally because it is noble work. It is the transformation that helps us to to move from um, these broken, unhealed, distraught and even dark places into a beautiful radiant illuminated path led by the word of God it doesn't happen overnight it is a journey and it happens throughout our process and our walk in salvation but God truly wants to do the work in us and with us And so will you partner with God today and do the internal noble work that it takes for us to become and to conform into the image of Jesus Christ? Internal work truly is noble work. And I can't wait to hear more about how you guys engage in noble work. We're coming to the end of the episode, guys, but I'm gonna give you a book recommendation this week. I know I haven't done one in a bit of a minute. But I'm going to give you a book recommendation for this week. This week's book recommendation is Take Your Life Back. Take Your Life Back, How to Stop Letting the Past and Other People Control You by Stephen Artenburn and um, David Stoop. Stephen Arterburn and David Stoop. And it is forwarded by Dr. Henry Cloud. Now, anyone who knows me knows that I love the book Boundaries by Dr. Henry Cloud and Dr. Um, John Townsend, I believe. But the forward of this book, Take Your Life Back, is by Dr. Henry Cloud. And the book is basically just about, as it says, speaking about our past, speaking about traumas, um, being aware of ourselves and our woundedness, and even about setting boundaries. It talks about that in the book um, as well. And I love um, one of the sections of the book which basically speaks about being, um, becoming a decider, becoming a defender and becoming a developer and even about uh, expanding our own recovery plans and things like that to heal quickly. But I love this book. This book, I've had it since 2017 or so and it was a gift from a friend, um, but it's called Take Your Life Back. And that's my book recommendation for this week so that we can engage in the noble work. We need books like this. What's the recalibrate challenge of the week? you may be wondering. The recalibrate challenge of this week is to engage in noble work and more specifically is to grab a piece of paper and write down every role in your life. So if you're a if you're a wife, if you are a mother, if you are in education, if you are in a job, if you are a freelancer, if you're self-employed, whatever you do, whatever roles you do to write them down, And then to write down how you in every area of your life can begin to do noble work. And the reason I said to write down your roles, I want you to write down your roles and then cross them out. You guys may be like, what the hell is this talking about? (laughs) But I promise you, it will make sense. Write out each and every single role in your life and then cross it out. And underneath that role, write in every area of your life the work that you need to do to become more like Jesus Christ. If you need to do counselling right, I need to get counselling and what you need that counselling for. If you need to deal with trauma in your past, but it may not require counselling, it may require prayer, then write that down but in every area of your life for everything that you are becoming and would like to become and would like to do in God, I need you to write down exactly the work that you need to do internally. If it's to manage your time better, whatever it is, in every area of your life, write down what you need to do and pray about it. That's my challenge for this week. Pray about it. Now, the reason I asked you to cross out the roles the roles that you may be playing in life is because I don't want you to do it roles-based. So I need you to write down all the roles. So if you feel like at any point, any of the tasks you're writing down may be role-specific, or maybe because you're a wife, then you need to do this. No, I want you to write it down because of who God has made you to be and what he's called you to do. So don't do it roles-based. Do it on every area of your life, according to your identity and your purpose as you are discovering it that list will grow i promise you if you ever get to a point where there's no work to be done then there's an issue and there's work to be done (laughs) there will always be work to be done so we need to make sure that we're growing and expanding this list if you need to make it look pretty make it look pretty but don't do this roles based do it identity based i promise you it will change your life forever but that's the recalibrate challenge of the week I love you all I appreciate you guys so much I've been here listening and watching your feedback and just engaging with you all and I've I've been loving what I've been hearing and you guys have really been supporting I can't even begin to appreciate and thank you enough I can't wait to see you in next week's episode and please make sure that you tag me at gloryo underscore make sure that you tag the at the at the recalibrate podcast page as well and please do make sure that you send emails of your feedback of just generally what you want to hear more of on the podcast to recalibrate at gmail.com if you want a feature if you've got businesses that you want to share or any information you would like to share through the podcast then please do feel free to email recalibrate at gmail.com and i'd love to hear from you Can't wait to see you guys in next week's episode. Bye.